Welcome to the Life and Legacy Show, where we discuss all things elder law, estate, and legacy planning. Hosted by certified elder law attorney, Tim Seckler, from the Seckler Law Firm. And now your host, attorney Tim Seckler. And welcome to this week's edition of the Life and Legacy Show, sponsored by the Seckler Law Firm, where great families make great estate plans. We are an estate planning and elder law firm located in Cranberry Township, Pennsylvania, but serving uh, people all across western Pennsylvania and now eastern Ohio. Uh, And if this is your first time listening to this radio show, what we do on this show is we help people uh, with education on the things I think you need to know after after my decade-plus of experience doing this stuff. What are the things you need to know to make quality estate planning decisions to protect yourself, your savings, your family, uh, your life story from ending in uh, in a bad situation, um, and we do this by uh, providing a ton of education. So I do a radio show, as you're listening to right now. It's also a YouTube channel and a podcast, uh, and we do a lot of free seminars. So what we do is we invite you to come to one of our upcoming estate planning and elder law workshops, where you can learn all about things like wills and trust and powers of attorney different ways that you can structure your affairs to meet your goals that might include probate avoidance, saving some money from taxes, saving money from nursing home expenses, saving money uh, from the would-be creditors and government rules that are coming after your stuff. And believe me, if you did what I do uh, for a living, you would want to protect your stuff from these issues as well, you know, because we see the worst of the worst. In my law firm, we really see three different types of cases. We do wills and trusts for people. Uh, We do post-death administration work. Uh, and we do what we call nursing home crisis cases, which if somebody is in a long-term care setting and <clears throat> going through their money, we try to help them protect their savings, their home from the harsh government rules. Uh, and it's these harsh government rules that are the subject of today's radio show. Um, and in particular, I want to talk to you about um, an um, a article that came out this week from the Post-Gazette in Pittsburgh. So I'm re- this show is, is being aired on June 25th. Um, and this week there was an article in the Post-Gazette dealing with uh, the budget and nursing home reimbursement rates, the state's, the state's budget for the year and nursing home reimbursement rates. And if you read the article, which I'm sure you can still find on uh, the Post-Gazette's website, they interview a number of owners of nursing homes who are um, essentially – struggling to make ends meet because the state simply does not pay them enough money uh, to operate their facilities when somebody's on Medicaid. So let me let me take a step back. When, when you go into a nursing home, uh, and we're talking about skilled nursing facilities, these facilities are all private pay essentially until you run out of money. Okay, now there are some rehab stays and things to be, be covered by Medicare, but by and large, most long-term residents in nursing homes need to go in there on uh, on private pay, and this state tells us that the average cost of a nursing home in Pennsylvania is a, is just shy of fifteen thousand dollars a month in Pennsylvania, right? So you go into uh, to a nursing home, you're paying fifteen thousand dollars a month until you essentially run out of money. Then you go on the Medicaid, and then Medicaid pays the nursing home. But what the nursing home owners are saying in this article, and I have every reason to believe them, that they're not being paid enough by the state of Pennsylvania. So one fellow in here who owns nursing homes or runs nursing homes says he's losing between $100 and $150 per day per resident in his facility for people that are on Medicaid. And and this is a big challenge. And now it, it, they, there is some optimism toward the end of the article that 
Um, they, they quote a state senator in here uh, from somewhere in Allegheny County saying that he felt confident that they're going to meet some resolution, and I hope that they do. Listen, we need nursing homes in this country. We need nursing homes to take care of people because the Alzheimer's Association is telling us that one in three seniors is going to have dementia. And the article, if you would read it, is pretty bleak that the, that these facilities simply can't continue to operate if they're in the, the losing money business. And so if we started closing nursing homes because the state won't pay them enough, now where does grandma end up? And, and this is, you know, this is pretty worrisome stuff, at least uh, in, in my opinion. And so I hope that they do work out a resolution. I hope that they do pay the nursing homes more money because the nursing homes, you know, if you think about running a nursing home in the last uh, couple of years, boy, the, the costs have gone up. I mean, the costs are going up for everything. But can you imagine what it would take to hire somebody to work in a long-term care setting right now, you know? Um, you had all the COVID lockdowns. You had all the things that people got sick. People were dying in nursing homes and trying to attract a young talent to come in and work in a nursing home and pay them the same thing that they could be making at the gas station down the street doesn't make any sense. And so, the, of course, the cost of care is going up because you're going to have to pay people to come in to take care of seniors. And so those rates are going to have to go up, which is why private pay nursing home rates jumped big time in the last couple of years because these nursing homes are taking on more and more and more expense in operations, right? And so what does that mean? Well, if the state isn't going to pay them any more for Medicaid reimbursement, then the people that are in the nursing home who are still private pay, who still have some money, well, those people are simply going to have to pay more because we got to cover the cost somewhere. And so just the cost of care is rising everywhere. And at least in my opinion, and I don't even see this as a partisan issue, we should simply be taking better care of our seniors. Um, if people are in nursing homes, and you know, and, and this is at a time period when we're about to be dealing with, in large numbers, the baby boomer population over the next 15 years needing nursing homes, we had better fix this problem, right? Now, what, what this article in particular does not address, and what the current debate about paying nursing homes more does not address, I think is the biggest problem with long-term care. Because I, I, do, I do think that they'll work this out. I think that, that people um, and, and legislators know that we need these facilities to be open. Uh, and per some of the rates, up to 70% of the people in these skilled nursing facilities are on Medicaid benefits. So... If 70% of the people in there are on Medicaid benefits, seems to me like we had probably be better uh, be paying these nursing homes enough money where they can make a buck and still take care of our loved ones. Now, here's the challenge. <clears throat> even if they figure out the rules and even if they do figure out paying the nursing homes more, which I'd be a big proponent of, even if they figure all that out, nobody's talking about improving the eligibility rules for Medicaid. Um and the eligibility rules for Medicaid require people to essentially go broke, right? So on one side of the thing, you got nursing homes going broke because Medicaid doesn't pay enough. On the other side of the spectrum, you've got regular Joes, you and me, going broke because Medicaid's rules to gain eligibility for Medicaid benefits essentially require somebody to go broke before they become eligible for Medicaid. So here's kind of how this thing works. And if you want more information on any of this, you ought to attend one of our upcoming seminars. We have upcoming workshops on Medicaid benefits. There's all types of materials on my website that you can find, uh, preloaded uh, Medicaid guides for you to review. Um, we have information in the form of videos. We have information in the form of old articles. So you should check out some of the content that we provide at secklerlawfirm.com, S-E-C-H-L-E-R, 
lawfirm.com. You're going to find all kind of information there. And while you're there, go to the workshops tab and schedule yourself to attend one of our upcoming workshops. Now, the next couple, I think, are filled. Uh, and so you may have to book a couple of weeks out. But come to one of these workshops and learn about, you know, all, all the things that we're teaching people about how to protect your stuff, your money, your home from long-term care expenses. <clears throat> but getting back to sort of the eligibility rules. Um, Medicaid essentially requires you to go broke. If you go to the nursing home, you're going to go through all your money. Um, if a single person goes in, they're, they're going to be down to either 2400 bucks or $8,000 of available assets. And available assets are essentially everything you own, except for your house and your car. So you're allowed to have a house. You're allowed to have a car. You can prepay your funeral arrangement. But everything else you own has to be below eight grand. Right? So that, that means that your IRA has to be liquidated. Your life insurance has to be cashed out. Grandpa's hunting camp needs to be sold. The second car has to go. All that stuff has to be sold, turned into cash, given to the nursing home before you're eligible for Medicaid benefits. And, you know, I think it's worth taking a pause here to just ask the question, why? Why is it that our health care system for seniors requires people to go broke if they need long-term care. See, because our health care system for seniors, which in the acute care side is Medicare, right? We all turn 65, we get Medicare benefits. Well, Medicare pays for acute care, things like surgery and hospitalizations. And yeah, there's coinsurance co-pays. But Medicare pays for that stuff. But Medicare does not pay for the single biggest health care expense that seniors face, which is custodial long-term care. Medicare just doesn't pay for that. And so if Medicare is not going to pay for it, that's why we end up as private pay in nursing homes until you go broke, at which point you go on Medicaid, and then Medicaid is not paying the nursing homes enough. So we have a, a in my opinion, this is just the way this thing works, this is a deplorable situation in how we're providing seniors. First, we're making them go broke. Then we're not paying the nursing homes enough money to actually take care of them and have enough staff around. And, and you just have to think to yourself, why is this occurring? And, you know, sometimes people will say to me, well, I'm never going to a nursing home. You know, I've got kids and I've got, I, I'm just never going to a nursing home. And every once in a while people will tell the thing about how they're just going to commit suicide or something rather than go to the nursing home. But the simple fact is that's not going to occur. And nursing homes are full of people who are never going to nursing homes, right? And so most of the time, if you have the health care need that requires you to go to one of these places, you're going to end up in one of these places, and, and it's largely out of your control. Uh, and so, look, if, if I'm on the dementia train, I can't get off of it. I've had three of my four grandparents had dementia. If, if that's coming for me, all I can try to do is slow the thing down. I can't really prevent it. I can't really avoid it right now. And, and hopefully, you know, the, the magician doctors and scientists out there will figure something out. But as of right now, all I can do is understand that if I get the dementia and if I need the care, how am I going to protect myself and my spouse? How am I going to make sure that I don't go broke? How am I going to make sure that my spouse has a place to live for the rest of her retirement? And this is a large part of what we do at the Secular Law Firm is we help people to understand that you can use tools like asset protection trusts and different vehicles to protect your savings, to protect your home from these harsh government rules. Because I don't know about you, but it seems to me that most of my clients and most of the people I know aren't working their entire lives just to lose the money to some broken government rule book when they hit senior years and they need help, right? We all pay into the system. We all pay into the system. People are on Medicaid benefits. People are on Social Security benefits out there. 
and I know that there are people with, with significant disabilities that need help. And most of us are happy to pay the taxes and pay, and pay so that these people are providing services. They're provided with services. A large percentage of our client base is disabled. We do a lot of this work, right? And there are just people in our country that need help, and this is America, and we should be helping them, my opinion. And there are also people out there that are working the system, right? Um, now, I'm willing to pay and, and understand that there are people working the system because the people who really need the care are going to get it too, right? But here's the thing. If I'm sick later, if I've paid in the system and I'm helping other people and, and you know people are on disability benefits and people are on Social Security benefits, great. But if I need help later, don't make me go broke. Provide me with the help that I need so that my spouse doesn't lose her home. And, and to me, I don't think that's asking all that much, but there's nothing moving in Congress to make this happen. So what do you do about it? Well, if you're worried about this stuff and you're healthy and have some time, then you need to come to one of our estate planning workshops where I'm going to teach you all about estate planning as it should be. You know, traditional estate planning is done in a way that is all about answering the question, who gets the stuff when I pass away? And where that fails is it's making the assumption that there's going to be stuff there when you pass away. But one in three of us are going to have dementia. Nursing homes cost fifteen grand a month. And so I don't know that it is safe to make the assumption that when I get sick, if I get sick, there's still going to be money there. And so what we encourage our clients to do is to gain some understanding of how this Medicaid and Medicare and long-term care and nursing home system works. And it's just this big convoluted system. But once people understand how it works, oftentimes they will decide to do an asset protection trust that will protect their money, protect their house from the harsh government rules. And then that way I know that I didn't work my entire life to lose my entire life savings to long-term care costs or, in other words, the broken government rule. Right, And so that, to me, just makes sense. And if you want to learn more about what that might look like in your family and whether it's a good idea for you, there's really no other way to do this other than to meet with us uh, and, and get some education. Right, This is complicated stuff. I mean, if you're listening to this episode and, and you know, you're tracking everything I'm saying, then you're probably a pretty smart person because I've been doing this for a long time, and I know this stuff is complicated. And I know this stuff is hard to catch the first time around. And so we offer the free events so that you can come in, you can listen, you can understand how this stuff works, you can ask all the questions you want. And then what we do is we offer you a free consultation uh, so that we can apply the rules to your specific situation and your specific goals and, and figure out an estate planning solution that that may just help protect your money and your home and your spouse from uh, these harsh government rules. Uh, and so you can find out all about that at secklerlawfirm.com, S-E-C-H-L-E-R, lawfirm.com, or give us our, our firm a, uh, a call at 724-546-4227. Let me do it again, 724-546-4227. All right, so, so far in the episode, we talked about a couple of different things. We talked about the need for Congress to, uh, or the, the government to, to make some changes to make sure that the nursing homes are paid enough to provide for our senior family members and ourselves if we need care. And, boy, it would also be nice if these guys got their act together and helped um, to change some laws so that we don't go broke just because we have dementia. You know, I had a situation in here not too long ago <coughs> where a family came to the office 
and someone was already in the nursing home, right? So um, we do two types of cases. We do planning ahead for long-term care, which typically involves using trust or estate planning tools wisely. The, the second type of case is we are frequently contacted by families where one family member is already receiving long-term care. They need access to a government program or they're in a nursing home. And in a nursing home, they're going through ten, twelve, fifteen thousand dollars $15,000 a month in care costs. And the question is, is there anything we can do at this point to protect assets from long-term care expenses? Is there anything we can do? And a lot of people freeze in this situation. A lot of people, even some lawyers I talk to, will say uh, that there's nothing that you can do when somebody's in a nursing home. You know, even very recently, I, I do a lot of education events. And, and one of the types of people that I really uh, like to work with a lot uh, because they can actually really help families in this situation is financial advisors. So we do a lot of lunch and learns and we do a lot of educational events for financial advisors so that if their clients get sick, they understand that there are things that we can do to protect their clients' retirement savings. Um, and I was explaining some of these rules, and, and it's always surprising to me how few financial advisors actually understand this threat. And they'll call us and say, I don't understand. This guy's going broke in the nursing home. Yeah, that's because we didn't protect the money. And a lot of them assume that once somebody's in the nursing home, there's nothing else you can do. You know, Joe's just going to go broke because Medicaid has this confusing five-year look-back period deal. And, you know, the, these rules are all complicated. So we're just going to keep writing $10,000, $12,000 checks every month. And, and Joe client is just going to go broke in the process. And, and I implore you that if you know somebody in this situation, if it's in your own family, or if you know somebody from, like, work or church or down the street that has a loved one in a nursing home and you suspect that they may be going through all their money, you know, the house went for sale or, or whatever the case is, have them reach out to us. In that situation, my law firm offers free consultations. We, we talk to the person to establish if there's a, the ability legally and factually for us to help them. And if we can help them, which oftentimes we can, we typically can protect serious money from long-term care expenses even after somebody's in a nursing home. Uh, and, you know, that discussion and, and how we do that varies case by case, and it's pretty complicated stuff. But it is an important takeaway, if you're listening to this show, to understand that there are two ways to plan for this. One, you plan ahead. And planning ahead means typically we're going to do an asset protection trust, and we're going to protect your money, we're going to protect your home from long-term care expenses, so that if you get sick, we have protected some of your resources from this harsh government rule book. The second thing to understand, though, is if you've got someone in your world who doesn't have the time to plan ahead, they're, they're on the doorstep of the nursing home or they're already in the nursing home, there's an entirely different toolbox of things that we can use to help people protect assets. Uh, and we offer free consultations to explain that to people, and, and it's not uncommon for us to protect 50 60% of the net worth for married couples. It's not uncommon for us to protect 80 90% of the net worth. And so if... Um, if you're in this situation, don't hesitate. Why, why drag your feet on this? If the nursing home is costing you 400 or $450 per day, every day that we don't take action costs your family money. And um, the sooner the better uh, to get on, on top of this. And so uh, if you need help, reach out to us. You can find more information about my law firm, why we do what we do, and how we do it at secklerlawfirm.com. That is spelled S E C H L E R lawfirm.com, um, or you can give us a call at 724-546-4227. Again, that's 
646-4227. Okay, in a couple of minutes I got left, I want to talk to you just really briefly about a, a one of these cases that recently came in. And the case was a, a married case where the husband was the healthier of the two spouses. And the um, the wife was in a nursing home. And they're going through their money. They're going through their money at a pretty good clip. Um, I think it was about twelve grand a month to this nursing home. And the husband shows up here, and he knows he's got a financial problem because th- let's say they had a couple of hundred thousand dollars. Um, but he's going through it at the rate of $12,000 a month. So in a year or two, he's pretty much broke. And then once somebody's eligible for Medicaid benefits – the state has the audacity to require the the sick spouse to continue to pay their income toward cost of care, or at least some of their income toward that cost of care. So even after I'm eligible for Medicaid, they still take my income or, or a big chunk of my income. And this gentleman wanted to know, look, like I, I'm not afraid to pay my own way. Like I, I, I want to make sure that my wife is okay. But he was only like 74 years old, and he understood he, he might have another 15 years left on this planet. And how is he going to get by if all of his money goes out the door to, to, to pay for his wife's dementia? And um, he felt even guilty about being in the office because he felt even guilty about, you know, kind of coming to the admission that we can't handle this. Like, we, we financially cannot handle this. Um, and what we were able to tell him was, based on his specific fact patterns, and, you know, every case is different, so don't assume that this would apply to you, but based on his specific fact pattern and the way they own their assets and the legal documents that they had in place, meaning good power of attorney and whatnot, we were going to be able to protect is about 85% of what the family still had by way of assets. And so we were talking multiple six figures at this point. And this is one of the joys about what I do, you know, and, 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 you know, I, I, when I went to law school, um, I never thought I was going to be an elder law attorney. Nobody ever really does. Nobody goes to law school thinking they're going to be an elder law attorney, but you try a couple of different things, practice a couple of different areas. And I realized that I could really help people and it's happy law. Like generally speaking, we're helping people. We don't typically have an adversary, um, and one of the joys that I get is, you know, I, I get hugs from my clients often, right? And so I explained to this fellow that we were going to be able to save about 85% of their net worth and that he was still going to have the money to go on and have the retirement that he needed to have. And he could, he could focus more about being a loving spouse for his sick wife rather than worrying about how he's going to get by and whether he needs to sell his house and where is he going to live we were able to solve that and and you know being able to do that for people means a lot to me uh it's it's why my law firm was formed in the first place um and and and, you know but so many people are out there right now still paying privately for nursing homes when we could use these techniques to protect people's money they just don't know about it uh, and so if you know somebody in that situation, have them reach out to us. They can find more information about us, how we do it, at secklerlawfirm.com, S-E-C-H-L-E-R, lawfirm.com, or call us at 724-546-4227. Uh, and if you call, we're going to um, offer you a free consultation. 
talk to you through um, that, that nursing home eligibility sort of crisis that you have. And if you're um, on the healthier side of things and just wanted to protect yourself and your spouse and your money and your kids from the potential need for care in the future, we're going to invite you to one of our upcoming estate planning workshops where we discuss wills and powers of attorney and revocable trust and irrevocable trust and Medicaid eligibility and taxes and probate and all the things that are probably keeping you up at night. We cover them all in this workshop, and um, and we teach you that there are um, techniques that, that make a lot of sense. And, and we live in an interesting time. You know, it, it, there's this sort of common thing out there that all, you know, if you're a middle-class family, all you need is a simple will. Uh, you go to most lawyers, 8 out of 10 lawyers are probably going to tell you all you need is a simple will. And I wholeheartedly disagree because of the nursing home work that we do. You know, it seems to me that if if I worked in a dentist's office and saw what dentists see, I'd probably floss my teeth like 15 times a day, right? And if you worked in an elder law office and saw a half a dozen families a month coming in, losing $15,000 a month to nursing home, you would probably take action to protect yourself. And it's just, you know, so many people just aren't exposed to this. And so come to one of the estate planning workshops. You can find them at the website, secularlawfirm.com. Learn how this stuff works. Ask us the questions. These workshops are presented by myself or one of the other lawyers in the firm. We're going to teach you all the things that we think you need to know to set your family up for success. All right, so I thank you for listening to this week's episode. If you know somebody in one of these situations, have them reach out. But keep in mind, this show is for your education and some entertainment. This show is not legal advice, so don't take any steps based on what you heard on this or any other radio show. Uh, If you have a legal problem, and asset protection is a legal problem, if you have a legal problem, you need a lawyer, and you can call us and and have a free consultation anytime, 724-546-4227. I thank you for listening to this week's episode, uh, and have a great week. This has been the Life and Legacy Show, sponsored by the Seckler Law Firm, where great families make great plans. SecklerLawFirm.com or call 724-841-1393.